1: Say, nigga, nigga,
0: <laughs>
1: how you make me feel when you come to my.
0: This was my favorite song.
1: I can't keep my cool, nigga, nigga. <laughs> I can't hold it inside. That's I it. can't wait each day mm-hmm. just, just to, to see you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm trying to move in close to get to where you oh my are.
0: god this is bringing up so much for me
1: i'm not trying to be rude nigga nigga <laughs> can't with you, <laughs> I bet you nothing good, so
0: i'm telling you oh. nigga
1: nigga 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 <laughs> Why are <you> like this <laughs> don't you know that you're so fine nigga <laughs> nigga Nigga, nigga. was it Kia that said if you change baby to nigga in any mm-hmm. song it makes it like 20 times better I mean,
0: well, it was her and she was right it's
1: correct it's not a false a false statement
0: man I wanted that whole white outfit she had on that video man I used to stand for Brandy it didn't make no sense everybody
1: wanted Brandy to be their sister
0: I just I think I just wanted to be her her life just looked a lot better uh, well, that's I, fair I, I wanted guess. her life
1: uh, welcome back, everyone, to the show. I am Cheryl Lee Ralph,
0: and I am N.J. Rodriguez.
1: Welcome back to the read. Mm-hmm. Another episode here We're in January. Sure. Not dead yet. Um, no,
0: but the global warming is gonna get us soon because bitch, it was sixty-eight degrees yesterday. Oh, was it? It's I didn't leave out. sixty-eight house. degrees. <laughs> when I tell you niggas was frolicking outdoors. It didn't make no sense. Middle of January. We're all finna fry.
1: Um oh, first of all, thank you to everybody last week who pointed out that they had uh created a remake of Figure It Out. Oh, they did? I guess in the early 2010s or something. Matter of fact, let me Oh, I didn't even know that. But I did know and I forgot. Someone posted a um someone should like posted a, a a picture of it and sent it to me. And I was like, oh, they did, in fact, do this. In fact, Googling figure it out over here to the side. I think this, is, this has to be the remake because I don't know who the fuck this white man is. Uh-oh. But their revival started in 2012 and looks like it ended a year later. Oh, so,
0: yikes. So not that successful. So
1: there's that. You know, I
0: tried. Yep. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me
1: This Week in Black Excellence, um, it's going out to Chef Mariah Russell. She's head chef of Chicago's restaurant Kiko and Kumiko. Uh, and she's the first black woman to earn a Michelin star. What? In all 94 of Are you guy's fucking kidding me? years of existence. Uh, um. <laughs> so... Kiko and Kamiko, if I'm saying this correctly, is, like, a Japanese-inspired restaurant in Chicago, and she's head chef of this, like, omakase format. I'm probably also butchering that okay. pronunciation, but right. I had to Google it because I don't know much about fancy food. You know what I'm saying? I ate five Popeye's chicken sandwiches last year after I cussed all about it, and that was, like, high cuisine to Cust. me. Cussed. So... Um, I had to Google this, and apparently, it's like omakase might be. I think it, it's it is Japanese. Mm-hmm. I believe the translation is something along the lines of leaving it up to you or something. Basically, the chef chooses what you're going to taste, what you're going to eat. It's all left up to oh, them. Oh yeah, and I've heard there's of it. like I think there's more interaction also with the the chef themselves and stuff like that. So right, Mama pulled in a Michelin star for this restaurant first black woman to do it congratulations to her and also apparently they are up to their eyelashes in customers <laughs> I um, bet. probably because of this and you know anybody else who is spread good word of mouth and Mariah says I didn't get here because I'm a black woman I got here because I work really hard I'm passionate and I'm good at it I never got into this for stars I just want to make really delicious food for humans to eat the feeling you have when people make you good food and you're with people you love to be around is like nothing else you just want to make people feel like they're at home or something like it so hmm you can go and check out the restaurant and try food Oh, I guess you have to make reservations oh you here. definitely do so, yeah. <laughs> you
0: definitely do especially with a Michelin star I mean that just goes to show you, like the first black woman when black women are the best cooks in the world. Ninety
1: (laughs) four years, the Michelin Guide has existed. Ninety four. So it's
0: like hearing that honestly just made me (laughs) respect the Michelin star a lot less. Like, I mean, girl, so this is not like. I mean, obviously, I'm proud of this woman, but like, had I known that before now, I would have never been like, ooh, a three star Michelin restaurant. You know, mm -hmm. because what does that really mean? I mean, I think
1: that. Like the industry, the food industry, a restaurant, whatever, um, it's far different than just like mm. good food that you know from wherever, you know? because yeah
0: gotta be (laughs) I mean I'm not part of that world but it's gotta be I can't
1: think of the last time that I went to a restaurant that required anybody to take a reservation I've done it before sometimes enjoy the food sometimes don't I don't like to go through all that hoopla for the most part Mm. um so usually that shit happens on like special occasions birthdays, celebrations and things of that nature right but like that kind of environment is a taste different than who we may know to like of course black women cook black women throw down and have since the beginning of the, in, of the horizon in every
0: country so like, <laughs> their cuisine is good everywhere you go there's
1: no dispute there so, so yeah it's kind of like what's uh, what's that about
0: but But yeah let me not take nothing away from this woman because she you know it is incredibly well deserved I'm sure and uh, let me see probably a nine month wait list at this point to get, even get reservations right I mean girl to this place so yeah congrats sis
1: maybe you can go over to um kiko and kamiko and drop a, a fresh 50
0: perhaps <laughs> and they overall. look at me like
1: uh you, you you'll see this won't you
0: and what is this
1: like in the old sitcoms <laughs> where somebody would like george jefferson or somebody try to do that shit they yes, put them by the, the kitchen right. um oh man also on because of them we can uh, i saw another story that Just blew my mind. This woman named Alexandria Wollaston. Sorry if I said that wrong, sis. She's a Florida mom. This girl had two sets of twins last year.
0: (gasps) What? What? Two sets of twins?
1: Last year. So
0: she had one pregnancy with twins and then another pregnancy. Right afterwards. Wow. So they didn't take no break. I know her doctor was like, girl. Like (laughs) (laughs) two sets of twins back to back.
1: So she had. Uh, her first set of twins last March, Mark and Malachi. What? And then in December, she had Kaylin and Kayla. And already had a daughter who's three years old now, I believe. Oh, so, my Mama gosh. went from ha- being the mother of one child to a mother of five in, in less year. than a year.
0: Uh, I'm... I'm, I'm like, girl, can I send you some Pampers? Is there anything I can do? Right. Because like, I know y'all need 24-7 help. I'm sorry. Four fucking She's newborns. She's excited. She's excited. Mama
1: is like, I'm she sure said she that is. she feels like she hit the twin lottery. She did. And it says here, the do- <laughs> doctors told her, her doctors <laughs> informed her that she would have a better chance of hitting the actual lottery than doing what she actually did. Wow. Shout out to you. I've never heard so... of that in
0: my life, especially back to back like that. Wow!
1: What, what's what's?
0: I don't know. Her ovaries took be fruitful and multiply right? too. Her
1: ovaries meat. being there having a great time <laughs> okay. doing an electric slide. They do
0: a shit. My ovaries can't even dream of dancing okay. to Frankie Beverly. Her <laughs>
1: ovaries are good and healthy and having a time. Yeah,
0: let me find out where I can donate something to them because I know y'all like, had a nightmare need a night or something, <laughs> a toddler, and four newborns, four fresh babies. <laughs> My God. So you just literally don't sleep. <laughs> oh, uh-uh,
1: God no. bless you. Right. She's God so like this. Her. And they're so cute, of course. But I'm just thinking like that is good. First of all, they're probably gonna look like quadruplets.
0: Right. I was just about to say like. Because they are they're only a
1: few months, nine months or so. Right. I mean, in... a
0: lot of siblings just look alike anyway. Exactly. So <laughs> that would be. uh what a blessing. And she also said
1: she felt like her grandmothers passed their twins on because I can't really tell because it seems like this is uh, there's a typo here. But it says that like maybe the grandmothers were sets of twins or they had two sets of twins and the twins passed away. I think that's what it was. The grandmothers oh. had had twins and they passed away. She said, she. I feel like they sent them oh. down for me. So that is
0: a beautiful thought.
1: Four baby boys and a three year old girl. Oh God God, bless you. All
0: four boys. (laughs) All
1: four of them are boys.
0: And a three-year-old girl, she's about to punk them so bad. Look. (laughs) That's her army. You just gave her an army. Okay.
1: (laughs) I love it. Congratulations. Yes.
0: Yes. I hope you have a lot of help because shit. I mean, I That's just could so many newborns. not fathom. <laughs> That's so many infants, dog. No, ma'am.
1: <laughs> um, so moving along into our pop culture segment, Hot Tops, uh, Driving Miss Daisy Chain. We're going to start All right. with um, the Duke and the Duchess of Sussex. Apparently pissed off some Brits because they've decided to relinquish their roles as senior members of the royal family. Mm -hmm. They plan to be financially independent and move or work to be financially independent. And they're also apparently moving to Canada. First, there Mm -hmm. was um, reports that they were going to move here. Why? And I thought to myself that very same question. Why would Megan do that? What would you... (laughs) What's
0: Canada is the only logical choice. And then today I saw
1: Canada and I was like, oh yeah, girl, that, that makes, makes plenty sense. That
0: makes a lot sense. more sense. <laughs> and Megan got the fuck that same night, okay? She got on the first jet out of that bitch.
1: The family heard, I heard, they <laughs> they found out the same way that we did. Yep. The girls didn't give them a heads That's up. That's right. We out. Like, we're done. They Megan posted said- posted
0: that shit and that was that.
1: If you think you hate me now- <laughs>
0: Wait until I'm out, bitch. Um And they really did always want her out. So it's just crazy to see how mad they are. About
1: mama this. was like, Yeah, okay, cool. So I'ma pack up my stuff. Yeah. He's gonna pack up his stuff, the baby, and we're right. out. Good luck. God bless. Have all of you and I looked at um uh, Independent has a an article on their website that's just Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, a timeline of their royal journey. And it's literally starting from July 2016 up until now. Go home. And I, I really paid very little attention to their relationship. Like I told you, I didn't even realize that Meghan Markle was mixed until like the day of their wedding or something. Right. So... I didn't even understand why it was such a big deal internationally and, and so on. But even afterwards, I'm like, okay, if y'all happy, great. They look cute together. Reading this, though, mm-hmm. really put into perspective why they would want to be like, deuces, fuck y'all, we out. Yeah. Because a lot of this racist, passive, unnecessary, mm-hmm. provoking and, and bullshit from the media just some regular citizens out there and Mm -hmm. whatever it's like of course and then thinking about harry's relationship with royalty and the passing of his mother and propaganda and all of that stuff and how it's affected him since he was a literal child Mm -hmm. that also doesn't surprise me that he's like you know what fuck i'm out yep I don't want to do this anymore.
0: Like, I actually watched y'all do this to my mama, and I'm not sticking around so you can do it to my wife. So, <laughs> Sorry. goodbye. Y'all hate her so damn much. Guess what, girl? Won't have to be here no more. We do not have to be over here no more, sis. I heard that
1: people were pissed off that they didn't yeah. announce who the godparent was of the baby.
0: They pissed off about everything. I've seen, I've paid attention only because, you know, Black Princess. So, I right. have paid attention, and they have been downright vicious to Megan, like, since it since she was first rumored to be dating him it has been bad from like every gossip magazine and it got so much worse after she got married and had the baby
1: remember when when the queen's like cousin-in-law or whatever came to the, the wedding or something with that nigger with brooch, that nigger
0: brooch? yes i do remember that and and like i, I wore this to come greet your nigger bride <laughs> like is and she was, like, allowed in. This is crazy. I saw an interview that she did where somebody asked her about, you know, the tabloids and everybody talking oh, yeah, about her. And too. she, like, broke down. Yeah. And she said that she expected people to talk about her, but she also expected them to be fair.
1: Yeah. And
0: I was like, oh, sis, I don't know. Why, girl. I don't know. You know, she's such a sweet person. Like, maybe she's just never really been online or something like that. But, like, girl, I don't know. I'm so glad that, Meghan and Harry came to the decision that they were going to take care of themselves and their family, and you can fuck right on off with all this royal family bullshit. I mean, You can fuck right on off with that. Well, Her Majesty the Queen Elizabeth released a statement
1: (laughs) and says, um, today my family had... (laughs) Very constructive discussions on the future of my grandson and his family. My family and I are entirely supportive of Harry and Meghan's desire to create a new life as a young family. (laughs) Although we would have preferred them to remain full-time working members of the royal family, we respect and understand their wish to live a more independent life, as a family while remaining a valued part of my family. Harry and Meghan have made clear that they do not want to be reliant on public funds in their new lives. Niggas were mad at them for taking a private jet to somewhere. Be serious. D-
0: be serious. Meghan Markle can't just board spirit and, and land in America like the rest of us. And please please if be serious. She did. God you'd damn flame it. her for right. that. Right. Y'all would be live streaming like, what the fuck is your blood? I thought you was a royal bitch
1: it is there for, did you see them um, did you see Young Jock on the internet for driving <laughs> I started watching that
0: and then I got so embarrassed I had to turn it off I was like oh is he really driving Uber is he really doing that
1: I'd rather he did that than continue working for VH1
0: well that is true is he still on that show I don't know I don't even know if that show is still on I really well you it. know what whatever legal thing you gotta do to make a buck that's what you do
1: it is there for being agreed that there will be a period of transition in which the Sussexes will spend time in Canada and the UK. There are, these are complex matters for my family to resolve and there's some work to be done, but I've asked for final decisions to be reached in the coming days. So basically what this says to me is like, cool. I'm too old to give a fuck about this shit, mm-hmm. period. But at the end of the day, if them niggas think they're just going to hit it, and, you know,
0: <laughs> right. and that's
1: that they no. confused. You will come back, you know, and you will have at hmm. the very least a happy Christmas dinner with the bitches. I don't know. Like, I
0: mean, maybe. I think it will entirely depend on what Megan want to do.
1: It sounds like they are trying or they've tried to maybe convince him of otherwise. And I also read that they had been... um Considering this
0: mm-hmm. for, for a, while. a while. Yeah.
1: And I cannot. Because it
0: was bad. So, so yeah.
1: God bless both of them, you know. Yep. I get it.
0: Good luck. And to little Archie, too. <laughs> oh,
1: what an adorable little. Megan thing.
0: really did that because she knew we would spot the nigginess in that name. <laughs> I remain committed to that theory. <laughs> do. I believe she did that on purpose. There are a
1: lot of niggas named Archie. Yeah, there
0: are. And I think they gave her a list of like approved names. And she saw that and she was like, I'm going to send a message (laughs) to the blacks right
1: quick. I think she did. She found the one that touched the black in her the most.
0: (laughs) Right. I heard that she's going to do some voiceover work for Disney, but she donated her whole check. I
1: heard that too. I'm not sure for what, but
0: she's just a sweet person, man. I mean, she I don't, don't deserve know that bullshit. What she
1: could possibly be voicing, but yeah, I mean that she was an actor first. So. Yeah, good for her. Happiness and health, and you know, baby mm-hmm. love and all that. Good stuff. Good
0: vibes away from the queen. Um,
1: Cardi B has announced that she's considering going back to school and possibly uh, okay, joining girl. Congress.
0: Yes well you don't have to go you don't have to go to school to be part of Congress girl you You do not not. all you need is a majority vote but you know educating yourself is always a good idea so good for her
1: Culture's mom said on Twitter I think I want to be a politician I really love government even though I don't agree with government (laughs) That's real. Like I was watching war documentaries no matter how many weapons a country have you need people how are you trying to go against a country and possibly start a war when this country lacks patriotism I barely see people claiming they love being American I will have to explain a lot So I will have to do a video or a live talking about it. So I'm going to come back to my last two tweets another day. I'm going to talk about (laughs) it another day. I do feel like if I go back to school and focus up, I can be part of Congress. I dead ass have so much ideas that make sense. I just need a couple of years of school and I can shake the table.
0: I believe that 100% and you should do it, girl. Go for it. She
1: got an endorsement from people for Bernie's twitter page
0: see um, well you know uh that that was smart of bernie's people but yeah this is great
1: i'm all for this girl going back to school and doing whatever the fuck it is that she wants to do um i'm also incredibly amused by the vision <laughs> of cardi b in a pressed suit yeah being mm-hmm. you know sitting around the looks
0: r- <laughs> One of her One court, of her, her court yes.
1: turns mm-hmm. and just banging yes. on a table in front of the rest of Congress and the Senate and the President. What was the reason? What was the reason?
0: I just love the I idea of that. I would have paid cash money to watch Cardi B during the impeachment hearing. I would have paid real dollars to just be in the room. Going <laughs> Reclaiming. Ochre! Reclaiming. Reclaiming reclaiming Um, but Cardi like she is real she has a way of speaking to people reaching people who politicians largely ignore who pretend are too stupid to get it or you just ignore their issues altogether like even if she doesn't run for office and she just decides to go back to school to learn more about this shit like I can't be mad at that at all. Good for you, sis.
1: Sis, if the host of Apprentice could be a fucking president, Look. then I'm not counting you out of a motherfucking thing. Reach for the the, the yeah. stars, the hearts and horseshoes and clovers mm-hmm. and blue moons, bitch. Right. Do whatever the fuck it is that you need to do.
0: Mm-hmm. And the only reason that dumb bitch went to college is because his daddy was rich <laughs> enough to pay his way through. There is a reason. <laughs> he
1: literally didn't learn He shit. will not
0: let them transcripts leak.
1: He also can't spell. So it's like... <laughs>
0: He is... I do believe Donald Trump is functionally illiterate.
1: Yeah, I I agree. Like,
0: I truly believe that he does not read and write on a 12th grade level.
1: I think that he's a dummy by science.
0: (sighs) Well, there is. That is what...
1: I think he's, like, literally stupid. I
0: mean, yeah. He's just... Please, please, please! This is enough.
1: Um, this, this is—I don't even know—I chose this. Maybe to fluff out the topics. I don't. Okay. Um. So Lori Harvey and Future are apparently in a relationship and sharing how excited they are with with Instagram and the like.
0: Oh
1: God. Um. <laughs> they posted photos together, including one of um, Future. And well, one that Future posted of them together in a pool. I guess they're in Jamaica for Lori's twenty third birthday. Gross. Um.
0: So she just turned twenty
1: three.
0: And Future is on the other side of thirty five. Is he not?
1: <laughs> How do you pronounce Future's middle name?
0: What I know it? it's not Demon. Demon. Oh, now I have to Google what his name is. Nev Nevadius. Yeah. Demon Wilburn. Demon. Demon. Oh, Demon. Yeah it's, yeah, it's probably Demon. It's, no, it's not demon. Yeah, it's Demon. Of
1: course. Like when you say it, yeah. I hear the nigga. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that's what it is.
0: Demon. <laughs> um And he is 36 goddamn years old. All right. All right.
1: You're doing better than R. Kelly.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen. Oh shit. We
1: we'll won't get to that.
0: Right. So, um,
1: yeah, they have posted like little clips together with a caption. Life is good and damn near all of them, which is the name of Future's new song with Drake. Um, Lori Harvey's mama also posted a happy birthday thing to him with the caption. Life is good. So I suppose she approves. Okay. No word on uh, what Mr. Hightower thinks yet. But I'm um, assuming <laughs> he's minding his business and worrying about his own thing. Mark Curry just called him out for stealing his jokes. Did you see that?
0: Mark Curry yeah. how random yeah wow
1: he said that, that Steve Harvey was stealing his jokes on his show was that hanging with Mr. Cooper? yeah yeah and then, oh I used to love fair. that
0: show it was, it was great
1: um, but in fairness he did post a clip like a back to back clip of them saying the same joke but I also can't say that he stole it because I mean there's only so many jokes
0: anyways but I actually just saw that Steve Harvey I hate Google has responded and said I don't know nothing about it
1: <laughs> sounds about right <laughs>
0: I mean, look, I'm all for Lori Harvey having fun. Just don't get pregnant.
1: That's what I was saying. Jesus, please be not by control. this one,
0: <laughs> not by this. Lord, one. Lord, <laughs> be
1: a Plan B, C, D, N, okay.
0: A. You do not want to join that group chat. Um.
1: Yeah, I think that. Oh, yeah. I mean, Lori Harvey was dating Puffy last year, or was rumored to date Puffy. Yeah, I really hope that was fake. And then also allegedly also dated his son. Yeah, like before. God bless everybody.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm going to let that young girl have her fun. I don't know what grown-ass Puffy would be doing with her. But again, like I said, I hope that's fake. Um,
1: As we spoke about last week, Rihanna's album is, you know, still probably resting underneath her pillow somewhere. This is
0: my favorite thing.
1: It's just so <laughs> It's the gift that keeps giving without giving us any goddamn right. thing.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Um. So reggae artist Shaggy came out recently. Apparently, he did an interview with Daily Star and said that uh, he was approached by Rihanna's team to be a part of this new album that has been rumored to be reggae infused for a while. Okay, um, but he did, decided not to be involved because they wanted him to audition. <laughs> um, he said, "I'll leave that Damn. to <laughs> I'll leave that to the younger guys." Um, but from what I hear, it should be good is what he added there to the end of it. Okay. Um, this is hilarious to me. I think that, um, that is hilarious. I'm curious as to what an audition for an album sounds like, like, how do you audition for an album?
0: Well, I mean, I guess they have a few different people come in and like hear a beat. And I don't know, is he talking about writing for it or producing? Like... I don't know. I guess you come in and you have a certain amount of time to put something together and then they see how they like it or how you vibe or whatever.
1: I'm assuming he was considered to be a feature. And my best guess for an audition for something like this would look like is if he recorded a demo and then they just decide there if they want to use him on something or not. Mm -hmm. But I I guess don't see how that's... Different. I mean, people do that all the time. Right. I don't that really hear seem, it.
0: <laughs> that doesn't seem to be so different from how the process works for everybody right. else anyway.
1: So I don't really understand. But maybe they flat out was like, look, ain't no promising that you're going to be on this. Her- yeah. Uh, you know, there are probably loads of artists that quote unquote undi- auditioned.
0: For right. <laughs> but
1: I also think it makes perfect sense for this nigga to be like, oh, I want to
0: them uh, stuff.
1: Because... <laughs> this nigga has been making music since she was like five right so So he's like a little
0: offended here like
1: girl I think he's also touring he he was didn't he do that Little Mermaid thing I didn't
0: watch I don't know did he wasn't he Sebastian? Oh, in the I moment? think so. Or, I that, did not watch did it. Did that happen? I think it did. I. Shaggy's um, working. Okay. Yes. Yes. That is the point here.
1: And has been like an icon in reggae music for literal decades. Right. So I don't think it's surprising that it's no sweat for the sticker to be like, nah, I'm good. But I think mm-hmm. it's hilarious that he was like, right.
0: do you know what these <laughs>
1: niggas asked me to do? <laughs> I said, like, oh, I heard nah, it's nah. still good,
0: but like. They tried my fucking life. Oh, no, no. What's my
1: name? (laughs) Sorry.
0: Um, Oh, my God. You're black
1: In one of the saddest mug shots I've ever seen, Trick Daddy has been um, arrested. This is actually a really fucked up story. Mm -hmm. He was arrested in Miami for DUI and cocaine possession. Apparently, he was pulled over Um. After allegedly hitting signs and running red lights in a Range Rover, cops stopped him, could Ooh. smell alcohol in his breath. They say he had third speech, bloodshot, watery, glassy eyes. Um, and the, uh, oh, and they spelled alcohol in his breath. Failed a field sobriety test. Um, and then apparently <laughs> when he was putting some of his possessions like in a bag, I don't know if this is like when he was actually at the station. Oh, yes, it was.
0: Okay he's putting
1: his stuff in a bag and they found cocaine inside of a dollar bill so i guess that's how the cocaine possession uh charge even
0: yikes
1: you already going in for dui and then just because you forgot there was a little bit of a little bit of miley inside one of your george washington's now you got to go down for that too (laughs)
0: that that whole story i saw that and i saw the mugshot and i was like damn trick is like I know he's always talked about how he self-medicates, and it's like, you are really fully leaning into that now.
1: He looks like the most pissed off raisin in existence.
0: God bless him. Like, I feel for him, because I know it's lupus that he has, right? Yeah. I know it must be hard. So, yeah. like, I'm trying not to judge, but, like, when you put a whole bunch of other people, like, unknown people at risk, driving drunk and everything else, mm-hmm. it's like, come on, man. Something has to give. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Good luck. Does he have any clothes? Has he pissed everybody off? Or does he? I don't know. I don't think so.
1: I'm sure he has lots of people around him that love yeah, I hope some people reach out, yeah. And stuff like that. But I'll, I'll, at the same time, Trick Daddy has always seemed like a nigga that's going to do whatever the fuck he wants to. That's <laughs> I mean, true, too. I mean, the nigga has... It's not a secret that he does cocaine, either. Mm-hmm. He has openly talked about doing coke, right. not taking medicine for lupus, and, and just feeling like yep. cocaine makes him feel better anyway and whatever the fuck. So I don't feel like there's... Even if there are people around him who mm-hmm. are like, you know, I want you to feel good. I want you to be healthy, et cetera, et cetera. Make good choices. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if this thing is just like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to
0: do. Right. So like, okay. You and, can only help and, someone and, if they want help. R- exactly. You can only help somebody if they want to be helped. And if he is fine with the way he's coping with his lupus, it is not a damn thing anybody can do to change that.
1: But like, why? What? His hairline. line?
0: I don't know what that is. I don't know what I don't know what happened there. <laughs> is he cutting his hair himself? Maybe I don't know. Oh man, God. Jesus!
1: God. Oh man, my yeah. city, my people, my people, my city.
0: <laughs>
1: so I didn't watch um, Surviving R. Kelly Part Two: The Reckoning, yeah. the, the the Shadows, The Return Part right. Two, the the. Becoming whatever the fuck that yeah, horror is. I started movie is, it, but I called. haven't
0: I haven't finished it. You
1: know, I feel like I, I don't need any more. Personally. Um, I get it. <laughs> I mean I feel like I'm in uh agreement. Yeah,
0: you can't get much more anti-R. Kelly than I already am.
1: Yeah, I don't think I need it. So um the squeakle. But, yeah. but uh apparently his two of his girlfriends, one Joycelyn Savage, who was part of the
0: right mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if she was in the first documentary or she was just mentioned in it but like has definitely been a part of this story as far as the surviving our Kelly thing has been going on this other girl Azriel, Clary yeah. don't know much about this <laughs> child she's 21 Joyce is apparently 23 unless they have had a birthday recently um, but they both did interviews with Gail King calling their parents liars mm. Um uh asriel claim isn't that the name of the cat in the smurfs
0: i have no idea what
1: the man? smurfs cat asriel <laughs> i know what the fuck i'm talking <laughs> about wow anyway okay
0: asriel
1: oh i used to get his name confused with the nigga that looked like um Kind of like Bernie Sanders. What was the guy's name that hated the Smurfs and always wanted to eat them? Or whatever? I never,
0: I very rarely watched the Smurfs. It Gargamel. On some channel we didn't have.
1: Gargamel. So. You didn't have, well, I don't know what, I can't even think of what yeah, Smurfs I don't on. even know Carson what channel Network? it was,
0: but whatever it was, I almost never saw them niggas on TV. I never Same really with Fraggle Rock. It. Fry no, oh Fraggle
1: Rock is an, an I very rarely caught them niggas. <laughs> that I was more into Snorks than Smurfs. I feel like they were made by the same people. Never even but heard of that. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Okay. So they were basically on TV with Gail being interviewed, very clearly lying, very passionately lying. I. Um, I'm not sure if Azrael uh, wants to act. Um, if so, girl, I, you got a leg up. You, you, do great at it. Cause I didn't believe a goddamn thing that you were saying, but I really committed. I mean, I, I really, um, acknowledged your commitment to the lie. Um, she had claimed that her parents even, um, even suggested that she do, like, (laughs) sexy videos with R. Kelly so they could blackmail him at some point. All just terrible ideas, clearly from the mouth of Robert Kelly. Right. Um, Anyway, more recent than that, Joycelyn apparently went to one of our... She went to R. Kelly's home in Trump Tower Uh there in Chicago. Right. And... Was there to pick up some of his shit, I guess, including some awards and <laughs> things of that nature. For some reason, she and Azriel start arguing, and it is given to Instagram Live um, to be a part of. Oh Lord! During the Instagram Live, uh, Azriel uh, uh, accuses Joycelyn of sleeping with her while she was a minor, along with the Roberts um that really pissed off young joy and they got to fight in right there in the doorway hallways and beyond of trump tower in chicago um (sighs) okay joyson definitely got her ass beat from the footage that i saw um Israel was hollering how she knows how to fight because she's from Baltimore. Oh, God, please, um, please, And is allegedly now trying to reconnect with the family she lied on. And rumor has it that she's going to be, I guess, turning on Kelly. I don't know. I mean, there's no turning back at this point. But Right. All of this is a hot mess. I feel bad for um, the parents mm-hmm. of these girls. And I hope that, you know, they can find a, a stairway to glory. <laughs> to Gloria. To, that sounds like I want them to die. <laughs> I've... <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a little bit more. A stairway, than to a piece. Yes, um, amen.
1: At some point past this, because like their behavior is 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 not great, and and all of that, we can judge them all they they want to, but I'm mostly disgusted with. This
0: 52-year-old man? Yeah, I think so.
1: That has used his resources and access to manipulate people. Not just these young girls that he, you know, tries to turn into sexual possessions, Mm -hmm. but even people around him to either believe he's not doing anything wrong or aid him in covering things up or whatever the fuck, like... You know, all y'all did in this clip of, you know, beating the shit out of each other is just prove that what you were initially trying to say to us was bullshit, which we knew. Um,
0: Oh, good God. This is just so much. I'm I'm trying to think of which girl it was because I did start the part two of Surviving R. Kelly. And one of the girls has been reunited with her parents. I guess it's not the one. Damn. I think so I think they have been reunited, but they're talking about like how she was raised super like conservative and she had to sneak out with somebody else to go to this R. Kelly concert. And that's how she got wrapped up in everything. And then her nudes, they posted her nudes online and everything because she left and they know. wasn't letting all this go. And I was just like, my God in heaven.
1: Like I said, I don't really know the detail. I don't think that that's this girl. Um because she said during this whole scuffle or afterwards that Rob's been lying to everybody. That's why we didn't watch the documentary. And, you know, he's been having people like me lie for him and blah, 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 blah. So oh, I don't really gosh. know. And I had seen like little headlines like the end of last year up until recently with her name in it, with R. Kelly, the other girl's name and stuff like that. And I really just skimmed past most of them because like I said... At this point, I don't feel like there's more that you can say to me that's going to make me feel yeah. any different.
0: Right, exactly. Um, I feel for these girls, man. They all are going to need some intense therapy. For sure. To deal with what happened and then being in so much in the public eye. Like, it cannot be easy. I, oof, Jesus. And just like, your children. And that's why R. Kelly can stay where the fuck he's at. I do not have no sympathy. I'm sorry. I know he went through a lot of shit as a child. I know he was abused over and over, but you cannot just continue to hurt other people nonstop just just for all eternity. No. Fuck no.
1: I mean, you know, good luck to everyone involved except Robert. (laughs) And um, I really hope that Uh, these young ladies or anybody else that is struggling with whatever as a result of his behavior or someone like him. I just hope that everybody can be better because these niggas ain't shit anyway. Right,
0: because I'm thinking about what I would or would not do, but I cannot picture myself realistically being in any of their shoes.
1: At all. Like, I don't even know what I could do. So I pray for y'all.
0: Right. (sighs) Amen. God bless.
1: That's about it for my hot tops this week. We're going to take a break and then we'll come back with your letters.
0: Hey, y'all. There's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring, so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. So
1: listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a period situation at the moment so amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important black stories black truth is a celebration of blackness from npr each of npr's black voices are distinct varied and nuanced as the black experience itself you can get things from bobby schmurder to the wire michelle obama to reparations there's no limit to the range of black stories black truths We are back. It's time for your listener letters.
0: It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. We have a couple of updates. First from Karen, who was uh, feeling frustrated because her husband won't give her a threesome. Remember her? Yes. Okay. So she said, before you read my letter on the show, I already had the overwhelming urge to just leave the situation. I was trying to force a relationship that was never going to be the same for more reasons than just me loving pussy. After hearing y'all read my letter and then you subsequently honing in on all my marital woes, I knew I made the right decision. (laughs) I want my daughter to see her parents in a loving and happy environment, not a resentful or uncomfortable one. My husband did say he would give me a threesome, but made it very clear he wouldn't enjoy it. Like y'all said, I don't know what heterosexual male would at least be down to try it or watch, but... I mean. I mean, Don't, somebody
1: that's, it's a, not for I everybody. Mean, yeah. Not every straight man is into that.
0: So, I mean, yeah, girl, good luck to you and your separation. And you write about your child being better off in um, a healthy environment with both parents, you know, in two different homes. than y'all together and miserable.
1: Absolutely. fucking
0: 100%. So good for you. And then we also had an update from Dana. Dana wrote in a few weeks ago. Um, about her best friends ignoring the fact that her pets died and all that, oh, yeah. and it being on the internet. So she said. <laughs> I want to clarify that the emotional labor comment I tagged on the end of the email came from a deep place and was brought to light over this whole situation. Like Crystal said, throughout these friendships, it has been a lot of compromise and weight on my end and not much the other way as our relationships have matured and grown. But I realized that it was separate from the rest and kind of confusing. And I didn't tell these two about Buddy because my mom asked me to keep it private and off social media until after we buried him. With Gracie, it was so sudden there was no time to tell anyone until she was gone. All in all, after after listening to this week's episode, I texted my one friend with the kids about how I was feeling and we are planning to have lunch next time I'm in town to talk about everything. She was very apologetic and told me that she's thought about reaching out before but didn't know how and that she's been tied up with everything. Thank you for all your help, Dana. Oh, well, that warmed my heart Yeah, <laughs> I love that see people be wrapped up in their own lives they be busy in their own heads and thinking that other people have an issue when it's really just everybody's dealing with their own shit I mean there's know? really
1: not much time to sit down and reflect on every corner of your existence <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> like, and I mean that's not an excuse for people to make you feel you know isolated or ignored neglected or whatnot but sometimes you just gotta remember that everybody has shit
0: Yes, true. And if
1: you're not saying anything, you're not helping anybody.
0: Okay. That is very real. So, yeah, reach out to people. Okay. So, our first letter this week comes from um, Gary. And Gary says, I found myself in a dumbass predicament and I've screwed myself out of being able to talk to my therapist about it so I could use your advice. Hmm, Hmm, that's right. (laughs) Last year, the relationship I was in started to take a turn for the worse and began affecting my mental health. Since I wasn't able to pay for a traditional therapist, I started going to a free queer men's support group. It's been a big help, especially after my ex and I eventually ended up breaking up last summer. One of the reasons we broke up was because he was suffering from depression and there was no intimacy the entire last year we were together. Since then, I've focused on healing and getting to a place where I can enjoy intimacy. But because of my low self-esteem, body image issues, and a fear of catching something from random hookups, I haven't had a lot of success with sex, and I don't have a lot of experience, period. (sighs) Lord, the two times I tried was a mess. And then he goes into some detail about them that I don't think is necessarily... um. Oh, no, it definitely is. Okay, so the two times I tried were a mess. A few months ago, I messed around with an old fucked buddy, but it was whack, partly because he's kind of an asshole. Lazy and sense. non-reciprocal in bed. Oh, yeah. Yep. A month later, I made myself have a random encounter while on vacation, but it turned into unplanned, unprotected sex. I was so freaked out about STI exposure that I broke out in full body house for a week. I ended up testing negative for everything, but that didn't help my fears about random hookups. Okay. He says, and this is where I feel like I fucked up. As part of my work, I've also been trying to make friends and be social. So I've started hanging out with some guys from my support group. A couple weekends ago, I was out with them, including one in particular, Juan, who I've been extremely attracted to from the jump. It was our first chance to hang out outside the group. And as the night went on, he started flirting with me from our therapy sessions. I know he's a flirt and a bit of a hoe with no judgment. So I don't think much of it. But he was persistent and I was into it. So by the end of the night, we hooked up. And it was better than the two experiences I've had these last six months and better than anything in pretty much my entire past relationship, to be honest. I have zero feelings for this guy outside of a friendship. But on top of the sex being so good, he's really sweet and made me feel really attractive and wanted, which is something I haven't felt in a long time i know y'all don't agree but in my mind sex between mature consenting friends has always made sense to me because there's no awkwardness no fear of rejection and built-in familiarity and trust that puts me at less risk for catching something i think you might be a little misled there well forget all that because a few days later he called me apologizing saying that he tested positive for gonorrhea in the throat well there it is didn't know he had it when we hooked up and now i likely had it too I was initially pretty scared and disappointed in myself, but I ended up handling better than expected. So I, I immediately went and got treatment and now I'm all clear. I'm grateful and I realized that I'm lucky that it was some, wasn't something more serious. And now I know my theory of having sex with friends means safety doesn't hold water.
1: What is the problem, girl?
0: <laughs> okay, this is long. So... Okay. Basically he's scared to date because of his insecurities, his whole past, the fact that he feels like he's feel he's had issues with body image and feeling mm-hmm. attractive and all this. But he also knows that this friends with benefits relationship with this man that he met in his gay support group mm-hmm. is a recipe for disaster. So the group therapy comes back from a holiday break next week. Um, and he said, normally I would bring it up to them, but there's a rule against members hooking up because of situations like this. Got it. Yes. So what should I do? I feel like starting something regular and casual with this guy is a bad idea, right? Please help. Forgot the name I gave him. Gary? Gary.
1: <sighs> Why don't you just not? Like, I'm is he confused? Is, is he concerned with like when this group comes back together that it's going to be awkward or something?
0: Well, that it's that it may it has the potential to be awkward just because of where they've taken their relationship, but also he's struggling with this because he feels like he's such a late bloomer, like, like didn't get started with dating or having sex until his mid 20s, has body image issues, has issues with it's not, not that feeling. deep. You don't think so? I mean, that's what he was writing about.
1: No, I mean, I, I understand why he feels that way and where, where he's coming from. I'm just saying it's not as deep as you're making it. I think that you need to give yourself a break. Mm. Um, like, even when he said that he went on vacation or whatever and made himself hook up. Like, it's almost yeah. like you're treating sexual relations as like an an obligation or something that needs to happen in a certain way Mm -hmm. or a certain style. And it's just not that fucking deep. Like you can just chill, make peace with yourself and security of self. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that anybody is really 100% insecure. I mean, 100% secure in every part of themselves, but you can definitely do the work there. Um, And then just kind of let the universe do the rest of it. I don't think that you need to to be sitting here stressing out about... And I also just feel like because niggas be fucking and niggas be fucking. That's true. That like you may kind of feel FOMO
0: maybe. Yeah, I think you know that's I, mean? I think that is it. Like you feel like you're missing out because you're not dating and hooking up like everybody else around you seems to be. And so that, along with your body image issues and all this other stuff, has you feeling like maybe this boy you need to kind of hold on to because you don't know if something else is gonna come along. When like that scarcity fear is is a lot worse in your head than it is in real life. Right. A lot worse in your head than in real life. Right. In real life, people like all different kind of people all different shapes sizes colors heights everything everything yeah so and
1: like prejudice or whatnot is definitely um it exists in the gay community and whatnot but there are also still communities for like all kinds of shapes all kinds of mm -hmm. of i don't know if i should call it behavior or whatever style position whatever you want to call it like you can find like a tribe outside of just this group that you have um, tainted with your sexual desire. I'm kidding. You know, but I just think that you need to give yourself a break and just chill and not sort of make decisions on what you need to do or what's right for you based on what you think everybody else is doing or what you witness everyone else doing. You're human beings. You're going to have sexual urges and desires and things like that. Mm -hmm. But if it's going to like, it was gonna have you wrapped up in anxiety endlessly or worried about this and that and, and, and all of that shit, then you might wanna just chill, like I said, and get cool with you and then let the right person just come to you.
0: Yes. But I I mean, so yes, I agree with everything you said. I just huh, I don't know. I guess I feel for him because. I don't have that exact same story, but like I have a lot of friends who felt like they really didn't blossom or like have sex and dating lives, you know, the way everybody else seemed to in high school and your early 20s and all that. So it's like I feel for you because I know you feel like, damn, you know, like I barely get chose as it is. I don't want to let this one nigga go. But if for no other reason, it's because therapy is is only going to be a more and more awkward environment for you, I believe, as this goes on. Because right. neither one of y'all are in a place, I think, to to make this a thing that would be a good idea. So yeah. I think if for no other reason, in order to preserve your therapy space, you should not do this. And yeah. trust that this is not the last person who will be attracted to you. It's
1: just not. It's just not. <laughs> it's, it's not. Give, like I said, chill and give, yeah. Give yourself a little break. You're very MD, young. Into, yeah. Right.
0: Like it's more more young people in the inbox putting all this stress on themselves like 21 and i feel like my life is a flop like and honey
1: the gays be fucking at like 70 so <laughs> Have you a have a long way to the go. all the time <laughs> that God has promised you. You, don't, just, you have a long way to go. It's just so many niggas are running around and the sexual energy is so yeah. high in the community and stuff like that. And these niggas are, you know, posting their pecs and abs and ass and all stuff like that on the Instagram. Yeah, and you so feel You feel like, you know, I want a I'm little slice of that. But <laughs> I think after a while, when you chill and, and and make peace with yourself you'll just be rolling your eyes at half of the shit that used to make you feel small or whatever
0: yeah that's real good luck to you and yeah this is not a good idea don't just just to be super yeah
1: let's make sure that the therapy is a safe environment (laughs) first
0: First and foremost all right next question comes from carmen who says i'm a 24 year old black femme trying to take care of my mental health i've had increasingly severe mental health issues since high school and they peaked in college in the years since i've been on and off medication in the times that i was off meds i filled the space with alcohol first and then weed I'm finally on medication again after over a year of managing my own mental health without it. In that time, I started smoking a lot of weed. Obviously, I need to scale back my smoking to accommodate my medication. However, my psychiatrist was really unspecific about how my marijuana habits should change now that I'm on meds. I think she was trying to dissuade me from smoking at all rather than educate me on a happy medium. Mm. My question is, how do you two balance your recreational marijuana use with any mental health meds you take? Or do you forego meds and rely on weed and therapy? I found a great therapist, but I won't start seeing her until the end of the month. And I do want to stay on this medication medication because it has worked really well for me in the past any and all advice appreciated thanks carmen
1: well i don't really think that i can just give you an idea of what i do as a way to help or guide you because everybody's like i could be depressed you can be depressed and we can have similar symptoms of our depression and stuff like that and still be given different um types of medication, different mm-hmm. dosages of maybe the same medication and things like that. So I don't know what meds you're taking um, and I can't really say, well, oh, I do this and so maybe that's what you should do because I'm not your doctor. But what I will say <laughs> right. is that I do take my meds every day and I get as high as I want. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, I mean, I, I don't really, both of those. I don't know. Like, <laughs> and my, my psychiatrist actually um, when I spoke to her about my weed habits and things, she didn't discourage me from, from taking or getting high, smoking mm-hmm. weed or vaping or whatever. But we did talk about balance, and we did talk about like how to manage my weed intake yeah. and responsibilities and emotion in you know a healthy way that will. Mm-hmm. help me progress or whatever um, and so that's something that's always at the forefront of my mind yeah. you know because I was when I started, first started smoking weed close to eight years ago now damn near really New York
0: is what did it oh man listen because I smoked weed like twice a year before I moved here so <laughs> It is absolutely a new. York I played thing around
1: <laughs> with it a little bit in college, but I was just like I'm not going to be with, like the rest of y'all bases. I'm just like I was
0: like, I didn't like it and I know now that I was smoking Reggie, so no wonder I was not down. Thank you. <laughs> no wonder I was not a 19-year-old like <laughs> okay. I do not even see what's so great about this. <laughs> it's not even wallet. Like, I'm a little sleepy,
1: right? It was like, <laughs>
0: like that was it. Like, I don't know the most basic right. ass weed the that a 19 year old child yes.
1: could afford. In that's mind. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, but um, I feel like I was a much better functioning weed head, um, the first few years as my depression started to kick Damn, up. Damn, that's real. Um, as my depression started to like kick up a bit and after my grandmother passed and all these other emotional stuff, I think I started to, I would start to just get high and and basically phase out and be like a vegetable mm. and sort of put things off or push things back or move things around so I could just sit there and be numb. And I don't, I, and yeah. I brought it up eventually to my doctor, like, should I not smoke? Should I not? do this and that or whatever and she was real with me and this isn't like the fucking <laughs> this isn't like a therapist on you you know watch this that I show don't. has a knack for like because it's about a nigga who literally stalks and kills people or whatever the fuck but it has a way of making a lot of the characters almost all the characters that surround him terrible people are very very annoying people mm-hmm. so like when he murders them it's like oh you know, so the therapist that he sees in the first season, played by uh, John Stamos, that's uh, that's Uncle one. Jesse. Jesse yes. Yeah, he literally like lights a joint in their first session and starts smoking it in front of them. And I'm like, what fucking therapist just gets high with their their patient? And where can I find them? No, I'm <laughs> kidding.
0: But yeah, no, I never want to get high with her.
1: <laughs> my therapist was like, um, you know, basically she recognized my workload um and my different ways of coping and stuff and she was like you don't necessarily need to just stop smoking you need to change your habits when you do it we went through a long list of how to manage my marijuana medication and the rest of my life and so Much like all of the other things I learn in therapy, then turns into homework, Mm -hmm. study, practice, (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. and all of
1: that stuff to where, you know, I feel comfortable in, A, my ability to get high, and B, my ability to (laughs) be productive. Right. But, again, I can't say, girl, just do what you want. If and I, and I also don't know that I can say if your doctor is telling you not to get high that you should change doctors. Because
0: again, I don't know you. So, right, no, we're only talking about our experiences. We're right. not medical professionals of any sort.
1: So I don't know that I can say any of this, this is something that yeah. you should try out, but...
0: I can only tell you, you know, how my relationship with weed has affected me. Like, right. I'm definitely open with my therapist about it. But she has never made it like a judgment thing. She almost never even asked me about it. Like I told her from the very beginning, I use weed to get through the day Mm -hmm. like i literally use it to get things done i am more productive once i get high Mm -hmm. i'm able to focus and get shit done i've said that too and so because i've always used it well not always but because because i mean sometimes i get high just for the hell of it but because i use it for that i've never really felt like it was too much because it was helping me be more productive instead of less but as time has gone on and now that I've been on my med for a really long time and I really like it and like I've made all these different strides in therapy and stuff, we'd started to become like a thing that slowed me down instead of making yeah. me more alert. Yeah. And so once I got to that place, I was like, oh, I actually don't want to get high first thing in the morning what the fuck is this you know so it was like you also have to listen to yourself and your body like when you get high are you floating in fucking outer space are you like passing out on the floor and not doing shit all damn day like you have to look at how weed is affecting your life too Yeah, totally. yeah uh hopefully your doctor is not judgmental about weed i feel like most of them are not
1: like, yeah, I don't think your doctor should be judgmental about anything unless you're saying that you're committing crimes.
0: Right. So, I mean, I guess. you, I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Right, like, right. I don't know what you mean. But yeah, um, try. I, I, all I can say is talk to your doctor and work out what, what's best for you. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel like you're doing the things you want to accomplish. Right.
1: Like I like. Like I'm saying I don't I I I believe that it's possible for you to stay on your medication and also ingest weed um and yeah. be fine and balanced. Yep. It's just about finding that balance and being honest with yourself like you were just saying about whether or not it slows you down, whether or not it keeps you from doing yeah. things because I was... And be I, real
0: with yourself about it. You have to be. Yeah.
1: Because, I mean, it's really easy not to be for a lot of people. But, <laughs> it is, but... You know, I was the same way in terms of sometimes I would be hiding and things would just click into place for me or I would want to go and do something productive and there are other times where I'm just like I don't really want to do anything but sit here and eat hot chips yeah, and watch Steven Universe my day so yeah I think that you can definitely at least to the doctor say you know I don't plan on stopping getting high at any point mm-hmm. soon. So what can we do for all of this to
0: work? Right. And I can't say that every med is safe to use with weed, but I don't think I've ever heard of one where it's like you should not yeah. use marijuana or else some terrible side effect will happen to you. I
1: feel like your doctor should tell oh, you they definitely what will. the list of yes. side effects and, and concerns <laughs> And if they
0: don't, do. the pharmacist will. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> yes. Best of luck to you. Our last question comes from Nunu who says... <laughs> I'm going to get straight to the point. Two years ago, my dad followed me on Twitter.
1: I don't know why. This is already funny. First of all, a new new sounds like they would say, I'm going to get straight to the point first. (laughs) But I didn't it's expect that to very first follow.
0: Words. Before he followed me, he told me that he made a Twitter and I instantly blocked him. <laughs> but I could tell that hurt his feelings, so I unblocked <laughs> I him. it. Was. I figured it couldn't be that bad because me and my dad have a great relationship mm-hmm. and I'm going to post I what I want bad. because I'm grown. Mm-hmm. Boy, was I wrong. Yeah. The first year was fine and I barely even noticed him on my timeline. Then I started getting nosy and started snooping. Not to go snitch to my mom or anything, just being nosy. At first, I just found basic things like him following sports pages and local news Twitter accounts. So I didn't think anything of it and stopped looking. But then I checked his favorites and it's nothing but porn. Okay. I was disgusted and I stopped going on his page for months. Okay. Now, I know my dad watches porn, but still seeing it instantly turned my stomach, especially because we follow each other. So he knows I could potentially see it. Oh I stopped looking on his page altogether. But recently he replied to some woman and it popped up on my timeline. The woman was asking who wanted to fuck with her before she settles down and he said that he wanted to. <laughs> See, you, we were getting there. He, I bet you he don't know that Twitter oh, shows you random conversations. I bet he doesn't know that.
1: He probably thought it was a DM.
0: Okay, just for context, my parents are married and just celebrated their I 20th so. anniversary. Yeah, I thought so. But there has been infidelity in the past from both sides, but mostly my dad. I don't know what to do. I was going to just block him again and not say anything, but he DMs me memes and tweets all the time. So he'll definitely notice. Mm. I don't want to ruin our relationship because I try to keep my parents problems and my relationship with them separate. But at the same time, this is really bothering me and making it hard to stay out of it. Any suggestions will help. Love you guys. Sincerely. Nunu. Um,
1: I think if your daddy would want to look at Twitter porn, that's his prerogative. I wouldn't look at my yeah. family's, especially my parents, Twitter feeds at all. Right. Like, Literally never. Ever. And I actually
0: am going to go ahead and block you. You know what I mean? <laughs> right now. I wouldn't block... I think I... Did I follow...
1: Do I ever follow my mom on something?
0: My mom is not going to be replying to my tweets and embarrassing me.
1: I think I maybe followed my mom on Facebook and then unfollowed her. <laughs> and she never even posted anything that made me uncomfortable or anything. I was just yeah. like, I'm all here cussing and joking about dicks or whatever. And like, that we don't need to do this. We don't need, need that, do right. Um,
0: I, don't, <laughs> I don't follow you for you. And protection. I think it did
1: bother her. Or it hurt her feelings. And then I felt like wet garbage. Um, didn't oh. follow her right back though. But <laughs> I... <laughs> I, um, oh God. I don't know. I think that if anything, if I didn't stay out of it, at best, I probably would go to my dad and be like, so, you know, that I saw your tweet to, um, what Misty Bubbles.
0: <laughs> Misty Bubbles? <laughs> it
1: sounds like a Chatterbait chick That's or something like she... that. I don't really know. Misty Bubbles. I, it was the first thing that came to <laughs> my like, fucking mind. Um. All right, Miss Misty. But yeah, I would probably say to him, like, J- so you know, I saw that. Um, not a fan, don't care for it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you might want to rethink
0: this Twitter thing. <laughs> I don't really know because. I would also very, very much not want to get involved in my parents' relationship. And since you are already involved enough to know that both of them have cheated before. Mm-hmm. I would just mind my business. Like, this seemed like something your daddy has been doing for a while. And
1: plus people, I'm not saying it's right, but people leave comments like that on their... IG, Twitter, Thirst. Oh, they do. All the time, knowing good and damn well they're not ever going to meet or have sex with that person. You know, unless you both have an OnlyFans page because then it's business. But at that point... But
0: like, as a wife, I'm going to look at that like, oh, nigga, are you at your fucking mind? (laughs) I mean, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You talking to bitches like that?
1: I'm just saying what nigga excuse you're probably going to hear first. (laughs)
0: I'm just saying,
1: like, because it's, and it's not false. It's not right, <laughs> but it's not incorrect either. She the like, way
0: in New Orleans.
1: Right. Like, so, okay, and,
0: so I can talk like that to random niggas? Of course not. Mm, oh mm, mm. what I'm happened? just
1: letting you know. I'm trying to cross off all the things on the list I see before you get started.
0: Because <laughs> it will happen. Because
1: it totally will. But yeah, I would want to stay out of this altogether. And like mm-hmm. I said, if I did say anything, I'd go to my daddy and be like, I can see this.
0: Right. Just so you know, so that I don't have to be so fucking grossed out. I can see when you're nasty on Twitter. And so maybe like,
1: so mama does not cut you. You Where might want to chill. Maybe you should chill.
0: <laughs> Think twice. But uh, if not that, I would absolutely stay out of that. Mm-mm. <laughs> I don't want no parts of that shit.
1: See, this is why you were blocked.
0: Yeah, this is why you blocked him the mm. moment you found out he had a Twitter.
1: This is why you did it, sis. You could just send an email with a screenshot of it and then <laughs> caption it. This is why I blocked you.
0: See how going with your gut reaction would have saved you from this entire scenario in the first place.
1: Not to so mention, I don't know why I want to know what that, what kind of porn they daddy was.
0: Absolutely the fuck not. I don't want to know. I don't want to... No part of that, the imagery there, is welcome. So, I'm like, <laughs> girl, yeah, get, get, get the <laughs> fuck out of this.
1: <laughs> I would just, yeah, definitely stay on my own timeline Glory. and try and keep things far apart. But I just can't imagine. I can't. But if you can't imagine, not acknowledging it
0: oh yeah y'all do have a good relationship
1: <laughs> i keep forgetting i mean i would have to like if your daddy follow you and has a nerve to be liking and favoring <laughs> porn or whatever the fuck i would imagine y'all have a chill rapport <laughs> so
0: get started uh that's true you could probably say something to him and be like you you are actually doing the fucking most right. right there where everybody can see it like this isn't can you not yeah Thank you so much. <laughs> End the conversation.
1: Maybe you can find a YouTube tutorial on how to use Twitter. <laughs> In a sentence, so he knows. I don't know, girl.
0: Uh, good luck with whatever you decide to do. That wraps up the questions this week. Send yours to gmail.com. We'll be right back.
1: off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space C E eight zero. Go get some help, talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so it's time for the read. Mm -hmm. You want to go?
0: Well, I don't really have a lot to say. I'm going to speak really quickly on Jillian Michaels. Knew it. If I was, I'm so glad you do. So if you don't know, Jillian Michaels is one of those women who used to yell at fat people on that show. <laughs> like literally all they did was berate fat people and make them undertake ridiculous diets that absolutely did not work. And almost all of them regained the weight back and then some because they were doing something utterly unhealthy and completely unsustainable. I've never
1: watched that show. So, I
0: mean, it was was it was so bad, like, and me who usually can tolerate any type of reality TV, I was like, I literally cannot look at this. Like, you're literally just yelling at people, berating them. Like, they throw up, and you make them get back on the treadmill type shit. Like, <laughs> it was sadistic, if you ask me. And I've looked at this bitch sideways ever since because no she looked like she got a lot of joy out of that shit. I bet that was the thing about her. But anyway, I try not to think about Jillian Michaels. However. <laughs> Jillian Michaels insisted on speaking on Lizzo and her body and what she thinks her health is based off the way Lizzo looks. So I don't even know which interview started it. I saw her in a clip from AM to DM, which is BuzzFeed's Twitter show. I think that's what it was. Yeah, Yeah, that's where I saw her. And she was. Talking about how, you know, she loves her music and her daughter loves her music, which side note, this is definitely the I have a black friend moment yeah. right here because she has this adopted black daughter who I pray for on a I daily know, basis now that I know, know that. she exists. So she um, is she was didn't even say about, daughter.
1: I didn't know she had. I, she just said my kid loves. her. Oh, my baby.
0: kid. Well, so. I, I knew she was citing her black friend. So. This woman um, was on AM to DM talking about Lizzo and how, you know, she loves the music, but it's not going to be cute if she develops diabetes. And, you know, I've never once looked at her and been like, yay, I'm so glad that you're overweight and so... Obviously, there was a ton of backlash from this. She continued to run her mouth, though.
1: Oh, yeah, she did post something else.
0: She did continue. That's right. So she posted on Instagram and said, as I've stated repeatedly, we are all beautiful, worthy, and equally deserving. I also feel strongly (laughs) that we love ourselves enough to acknowledge that there are serious health consequences that come with obesity, heart disease, diabetes, cancer, to name only a few. I would never wish these for anyone, and I would hope we prioritize our health because we love ourselves and our bodies.
1: She's so full of shit.
0: So full of shit. Like, first of all, bitch, that is not what you said. It's not. (laughs) And even if it was what you said, it's still fucked up because... There is no way that you can look at a person, look at their body and know what their health is. You cannot look at them and know anything about them other than the size of their bodies. Period. That's true. You don't know how people eat. You don't know whether people move their bodies. You don't know what diseases or disorders or syndromes or whatever people may have. So you cannot look at Lizzo and say that she has heart disease or high blood pressure or any other disease that y'all love to pretend only fat people get. Or could get. Like, (laughs) furthermore, there are countless thin people who have heart attacks and every fucking thing else all the goddamn time, every day. And Jillian should know that because her co-host on that fucking show, Bob, who was this trainer who worked out constantly had a huge heart attack like just a few years ago. The picture of, you know, supposed health still had a heart attack. You know why? Because heart disease happens to all kinds of people. So to put all this shit on Lizzo to project all of your hatred about fat people and make it about her health when you don't know anything about her health is just such bullshit.
1: I was planning on coming in here with a couple of um, barbs for her. Um, just in case you didn't. <sighs> because I pe like I you full of shit from the get go. Yes. Because what she said was it was so like conflicting because on one hand she was like mm-hmm. i don't understand why she we should care about her body and then it's like it's not gonna be great if she gets diabetes which one is it then girl because like if you don't care then you wouldn't even be mentioning the right. possibility of her getting diabetes or whatever the fuck right. you could have left it at why should i care about what she looks like or whatever her music's great
0: I don't just because a person is fat does not mean they are in poor health. And even if they are fat and in poor health, it doesn't mean they deserve to be treated like this.
1: My angle on this and what really annoys me, like in general, I hate when intolerant people try to use fake concern for humanity or for the younger generation or whatever as a thin veil for their intolerance stop trying to act like you just want the best for people like lizzo and like it's so wrong for someone to be celebrated or to celebrate themselves in their fatness because that's somehow going to affect you know Other people and the way that they choose to diet or not diet or whatever, as if there aren't countless examples of skinny people or fit people, quote unquote, all over the place anyway. So it's like, girl, what are you even talking about? You can literally just mind your fucking business. You 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 don't care about Lizzo. You don't care about nobody the fuck else. And I on one end, I understand like she's a trainer. And whatever. So so this is her business.
0: Dieting is her business.
1: You there. There's intent. Yes. You know what I mean? There are ways that you can be a part of strength, trying to spread awareness for all kinds of things for you to individually point someone out like you were just saying and and bring up diabetes. When like you don't even. Heart
0: disease and cancer.
1: Bitch, what? I'm it's, sorry. Do do thin people not get cancer? Just say that that I'm I really don't know how to process this fat bitch, being
0: center stage. I don't understand how she loves herself. Therefore, right. I have to say something's wrong with it's, her. It makes me uncomfortable seeing
1: her being so fat and happy, yeah. and I just doesn't. I it does not compute, and I don't know how to deal with it. Say that yeah. instead of being like, oh, because the rate of obesity and da 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 da. What the fuck do you care? Do you know how many people put their health at risk? In millions of ways, well, countless ways. ways, Yes. Every fucking day. That's right. Let's talk about cigarettes alone. (laughs) Shall we? Like, niggas smoke cigarettes every fucking day, 30 goddamn packs a day, and are generally left alone for it. Alcohol is sold
0: on every block.
1: I walk down the street and there's a person smoking a cigarette in front of me. (laughs) I do a quick, punch right past the ass. <laughs> right. I don't give you a glare or an evil look when I walk by you. I'm not saying, hey, you shouldn't do that. You know, lung cancer is real. Because it's your life. It's your prerogative. Right. And I'm assuming if I'm looking at an adult that you understand the consequences or the risks of putting cigarette smoke in your fucking, fucking body. Life. We're not going to talk about sexual health or anything the fuck else. I'm not walking around knocking cigarettes and dicks out your mouth. So I don't feel like you should... <laughs> like, who has the, the even, right to knock exactly. you know, a Popeye sandwich out of somebody else's or whatever the fuck when you could just... your own goddamn business it's
0: always right there it's always available Jillian Michaels is the kind of person who feels like because she decided to dedicate her life to being thin so she could be happy everybody else needs to do the same thing so how dare this fat woman just love herself without pursuing weight loss how dare she not want to look like the rest of us girl Girl, like girl, it's fuck like the entirety of uses. <laughs> the end of that,
1: very, very, very. I'm sure it's the first season of Golden Girls where they was talking about. They was trying to decide how to lose weight for something that they were gonna do, and at the end. Dorothy is like... She mentions like a friend of hers who had been dieting or whatever and then something fell on her head and killed her, like a statue killed her in a freak accident. Yeah. And they're always like, you know what? We sitting here starving ourselves but we could all just get hit by a bus tomorrow and they cracked right. out every inch of food. So, but past that, it's like... It, it feels like a lot of people like Jillian Michaels and other fat phobic people are treating folks who are part of the quote unquote body positivity movement as if they're trying to say, Hey, girls, being fat is the shit. You should be fat too. And every, and I've always processed it at least as people saying, this is my body and I should feel I should not be made to feel like I don't deserve love or respect. I don't deserve to feel sexy. I don't deserve to be on the cover of a magazine or a billboard because my body doesn't look like blank. That's what it is. Lizzo could decide that she want to lose weight next year, next week, never, five years from Mm. now, tomorrow. And you know what I mean? It doesn't mean that her being on the stage of the VMAs or being on the cover of a magazine looking like this is like any different or was not real or whatever the fuck. It's like, girl... This is the way that I look. And I shouldn't be made to feel like I'm disgusting or right. I can't have the same uh, exactly. levels of respect as yes. everybody the fuck else. Y'all bitches do that same shit with countless other things. Yes. I just think that because people are so used to being degrading or demeaning to fat people, mm-hmm. it's just widely accepted when yep. people say this kind of shit. Your president does because the same shit with brown, brown people. everybody is fucking
0: dieting. Everybody is on it. So it's like, of course people are like, even if they're like, oh, I would never say that. Like, I would never be such a bitch. Like, Jillian, girl, you just decided to be so such a fucking bitch out of nowhere. There are a lot of people who write shitty stuff on Lizzo's comments or tweet her terrible things about how she should be dieting or whatever the fuck else. When in reality, all you have to do is treat fat people with the same respect you treat everybody else and there would be zero problems. The only
1: person's business in terms of what's going on with their heart or arteries or whatever is that person and they doctor period <laughs> that's it so I just don't understand why we so quick to jump down the throats of, of a big girl or guy on a magazine or at an award show or whatever the fuck like who who gives you that right I'm just right. but like I said what annoys me the most about it is when instead of you just being like I don't like that fat shit or whatever and I don't think you should be celebrated for being fat it grosses me out I don't like it I don't like your love right. handles or whatever I don't like it all
0: this health shit you can go to hell with I
1: (laughs) hate this
0: oh the rates it reminds me
1: (laughs) of like the president this administration you know what I'm saying trying to use their racism as a way they do the same thing with society you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying like all these brown people are bringing in crime and taking jobs and da 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 and all this other shit and try to make you believe that your health your safety the Mm -hmm. safety and health of your kids and so on will be better off if brown skin wasn't coming into this country et cetera et cetera like I'm I just just say you hate people
0: yep you could just say it just say you hate fat people I mean we already know it her, yeah. it is your whole fucking brand so we know it yeah but like you could just say that and try, instead of trying to pretend that it was about her health talk about wh- why should i care about her body but oh the bitch could get diabetes <laughs> girl what shut no. up no be if jillian quiet. michaels cared about health then she would be talking about how exercise is good for you regardless of whether it makes you any smaller or not exercise has about one trillion health benefits that don't have nothing to do with losing <laughs> at weight. all and you would think a trainer would be the first person to say that right But no, she dedicated to being a bitch. So fuck you.
1: Well, I'm glad we got that off. Yeah, (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) I don't really have much. Um, Okay, so I will start with... Where do I... Okay, I'll just start with Tyler Perry. Look, y'all know, we've talked about this before. um, Tyler Perry writing pretty much all of his stuff. (gasps) Ah! Oh! He should not. <laughs> well, about a week ago,
0: maybe? I forgot about this.
1: <laughs> Tyler Perry posted a video on Twitter of, like, I want to say no less than 10 huge, huge. stacks of, of scripts. And in the video, I mean, we got the haves and haves nots this new show, The Oval that he's doing, uh, Sisters, Sisters, House of Pain, Bruh which isn't out yet. Um, and some other stuff I haven't heard of. And he's basically talking about, you know, almost he says almost every TV show has a writer's room of like 12 people or something like that. But I do all of my writing myself. And these are all the scripts. I wrote all of this stuff last year alone. And why am I saying all of this to you? Work ethic. Nigga. What? I did not. Let me say this. Okay. That is definitely a work ethic. It is. And (laughs) it is. Speaking of someone who's writing a script, this is mind-blowing to me. The fact that you wrote all of this shit by your damn last year alone is like, would be incredible. But then I think about the quality of a go. lot of your things, there you go. and it reminds me of how a lot of it feels rushed. A lot of it feels like something that was written in 48 hours, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think that it does you any favors. I mean, maybe he does. He got this gigantic, sprawling studio space, right. you know what I'm saying, and giving Ultra fucking rich homes to single mothers and gay youth, LGBTQ youth, and all of that stuff, but... I just couldn't understand for someone who, like I've said a million times, I do respect how he employs black entertainers. Me too. Yeah. There are so many talented black writers mm. that deserve, not only need, but deserve a leg in the door. And I would think that Tyler Perry, if no one else, probably understands, has to understand how much of an uphill battle that is in regular spaces. Mm. You being a huge, huge black film and TV creator, it's like, it. I don't, it, I don't understand. My only thought, is, I mean, maybe he's just very, very, very anal about how his stories
0: are told or whatever, but it's like, you can still consult. You, you can, can still, you can still have executive producer privilege over the entire script. Like you can, you you can say, be yes, no, don't like yeah. edit,
1: blah, blah, blah. So it's I your shit. Don't understand how a, you have no writer's room and B, you are bragging about not having a writer's yeah. room. Well, you make nothing but black content. Right. Why should all of these, we're talking about shows about, Uh, family, shows about black women. That one still shows about um, the White House now. All kinds of different (laughs) shows from different perspectives. Oh,
0: I have to actually watch the one about the White House because it is going to be so crazy. Is Medea president?
1: She might as well be. Like, why not? Why did you? But
0: it's like I was like Tyler, you're not supposed to be in on the joke. Like, do you understand? Like, that is the entire problem. You should have. That is the whole problem. Writers, you should. I mean, nigga, anybody should have writers' rooms. It should be you. You,
1: I mean, nigga. First, every show you've been doing this. Oh my god! For a very long time, you have. Okay. Your labor has borne nothing but fruit all over the fucking place. I feel like if anything now would be a great time for you to start building, mentoring, if you want to call it that, up-and-coming, aspiring writers and Mm. giving them an, an, an avenue... To express their creativity yes. if you had a couple of writers maybe you would understand how the fuck taraji came up out of the goddamn ocean driving sandpaper without x-men powers we're so confused we'll never maybe know. someone would have written something in there that made some goddamn sense like girl
0: we just will never know tyler and that's your fault you need to bring other people in the room having somebody <laughs> else look at your script is like the number one rule of writing anything. Nobody writes and edits everything themselves, publishes and and whatever the fuck else puts on the goddamn screen without somebody else looking at it. That nigga really bragged about writing all this stuff like it's
1: all good.
0: Like, you made a show called Sisters and not one black woman wrote it or worked on it. Like, sisters? And and I'm uh, um, next, bruh. Bro bruh and bruh, I just I can't wait to see what bruh comes comes to our televisions with because see Tyler, the problem is you have about five different formulas at this point and all you do on every project is just switch up the nouns, the names, the adjectives like After a certain point, you've seen one Medea movie, you've seen them all like it it is exactly that. So I just don't have a lot of faith in my ability to really enjoy these shows because I feel like I can predict Tyler Perry shit when I see it. But also that a lot of them have a really good premise. And if you had a great room, which you could easily afford, then they could be so much better. Thank you. It's like these aren't even bad ideas. But if you had real people who have been writing all their lives and who have different experiences and different backgrounds in the room, these things would be much more tolerable. The nigga said in the
1: clip, every TV show has a writer's room. Why do you think every TV show has one? Why do you think that? Why? Why?
0: And niggas was congratulating him. Like I saw a
1: lot of people judging him reasonably. (laughs) You know what I mean? And not even just like making jokes, but really taking it seriously. Like, nigga, why why are you? You're really bragging to us about the fact that you don't have black riders helping you because of work ethic.
0: You think the niggas don't know you work? That's not work ethic. That's just at a certain point. It's like, are you insecure about your wealth? Because you have secured it. The wealth is secure, Tyler. That big ass studio you got. There's nothing anybody could
1: say at this You're point. You're
0: doing just fine, Tyler. You have the budget. I promise you. I promise. I you have got that. the budget. A
1: part of me almost feels like he's afraid that he's going to give a spot to a writer that's better than him and create like the next Tyler Perry, but someone who actually writes good stuff.
0: What? I, but I can't think of any other reason that you wouldn't have anybody that's else. Because I mean, I just uh, no shade Who Nigga. would want to steal The Medea formula Like who
1: That's not what I'm saying I feel like You know Because he's doing Lots of things Sans Madea now you know what I mean, and trying to—he's uh, attempting to tell all kinds of stories. Yeah,
0: these dramatic, I feel like, but they're not—they're just. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just feel like he's—I
1: can't think of any other reason. why I mean, maybe he would that not. is
0: it. Maybe it's insecurity, but whatever it is, it is really getting in the way of the quality of your show. And I want your stuff to be so much better than it is because you do do so much for Black Hollywood, and you hire really talented people you do. to perform in every in these area things.
1: except the writers. Taraji God bless her put them contacts on she didn't ask you no fucking questions she just put the contacts on you put a lace front in front on every goddamn thirst trap I've ever seen in my life
0: (laughs) we're tired we're tired (laughs) Tyler we came back after the cornrow lace front we came back at that. Niggas came back. <laughs> we came you put back an Afro solid. on Boris Kojo's bald headed ass. <laughs> they came
1: back. Now you got Makad Brooks and his fucking lace front gumby I saw oh in some other tra- tra- trailer. Like I'm just <laughs> nigga. Nigga. Oh my God. Nigga. Ask for se- not or just or at the very least, welcome please. some writers. Even if it's one or two, show. Like, like fuck.
0: Please.
1: Damn, if you take any one of these things that you've just put in this clip, any one of these programs, has and nots any one of them, and just put a a writer's room on one of them. One. I am willing to bet any amount of money Mm. that the show will be received far better. You don't even have to go to the ends of the earth and find, you know, every black writer that has done things, you know, for the hugest shows. You could just get some... Probably some young folk out of Spelman, Morehouse, wherever the fuck, you, whatever school. I mean, the thing
0: is, you're Tyler Perry. You could literally do this however you wanted to. I don't understand why you're so opposed. And I don't have to understand, but for you to get on uh, Instagram and shoot a video bragging about the number one thing people critique you for is just too fucking much. Mind me. blown. When I tell you somebody sent me the screenshot and I had to physically restrain myself from logging onto the internet to talk about it, I had to literally put my phone in a drawer and go do something else. That is how bad I wanted to get on Twitter and be like, at Tyler Perry, are you goddamn serious right now? <laughs> nigga he
1: posted this shit like it was a script for the wire and like, fucking
0: like i'm like these are oh my god i oh tyler jesus god okay
1: i'm always gonna wait for the day that it makes sense to me but it just
0: doesn't have to be this I don't, way i don't
1: think it's ever coming he has
0: so much and he could just It could change. The
1: nigga was excited. Work ethic,
0: all caps. Come on, let's go get 2020. Who? You don't have a writing team. What is the work ethic in you recycling the same stories over and over in in minor tweaks?
1: (laughs) If I got to see one more broken black woman, (laughs) dark skinned nigga. One more woman drawn to the yeah. end of sanity because of a nigga. I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm like, okay. You actually
0: need to stop writing I'm women altogether. You got lots of issues surrounding women. And that's something that, you know, you ought to leave to a woman. I'm super fan. Best of luck.
1: I don't got nothing else for TP.
0: Oh,
1: um, <laughs> past that, I just, I, this isn't a read. It's more of a question. For those of you who have watched, um, you, a.k.a. Daniel Humphrey that lost his damn mind. That's what I lovingly call it. Okay. Um, How many of y'all, and gen- be honest, genuinely did not see that ending coming? Because it's like they were basically just rubbing it in your face all of second season honestly i predicted how the end of the second season would happen before i finished the first one just because i had seen like a clip of of the the trailer for the second season so i knew that it takes place in los angeles and i said to myself the only way for this to not be repetitive is for blank to happen Mm. and like episode one of the second season i'm like yep I already see it happening. And it just gets more and more obvious to me as it goes by. But the first season had a way of, to me anyway, it had a way of sort of treating things like it was going to be a twist or a reveal. And then when they finally reveal it, they did it in a way that was like, we knew that you knew this. Mm. And they do it in like, they kind of would reveal it in like a fun way or maybe veer left just a tiny bit. So it wasn't just like you predicted it and now you're bored. Whereas the second season was literally like, nine episodes of telling you exactly what the fuck is about to happen and then they treat the last episode like, <gasps> is this not shocking? No, it wasn't. So, okay. Um, That show is also very strange. I think that it... Um,
0: you know I don't watch it, so I'm very lost right now.
1: It's entertaining. Um, The second season pissed me off for more than just that, but I don't know what the intention is. I think it might be a taste problematic as entertaining as it is um but then again it's fiction you got to be grown um so yeah i thought the second season of that show was incredibly predictable and a a taste weird and hopefully the next one's better if i even watch it Mm. um and then last but not least um this harley quinn birds of prey movie i don't know why it's on a gotham city siren movie i know you don't know anything i'm talking about no
0: but i like the sound Um, of the words
1: um harley quinn margot robbie's harley quinn is getting a new film Without the Suicide Squad, which is where Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn made her debut. This movie is called Birds of Prey and the something, the fantabulous and and emancipation of Mimi. (laughs) No, emancipation of Harley Quinn. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But it's clearly being marketed as a Harley Quinn movie, but the Birds of Prey are also in it and they team up together. Birds of Prey is like, at least in this, Journey Smollett Bell is playing Black Canary. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is Huntress and I don't remember who else is in this, Uh, but originally I heard that Warner Brothers and DC were making a Gotham City Sirens movie. That would have been Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, Catwoman. You have to at least know who those three people are, correct? I do. Right. So that to me says... You know what probably would have been more marketable, especially since we're uh, trying to erase that Batman shit we did and do it all over? See the Gotham City Sirens movie. Because people, even folks who've never read the comics or only watched Taste of the Cartoons or something or saw that one, I think it was Schumacher's Batman movie with Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy and Arnold Schwarzenegger was Mr. Freeze. (sighs) people would have recognized those characters more and i think it would have probably been easier to transition that into the other stuff that they're trying to do because i know zoe kravitz i believe was cast as catwoman for this new batman movie mary elizabeth winston probably would have been a great poison ivy i always imagined rihanna playing poison ivy because of that one savage fenty photo that she posted where she was wearing like a lime green lingerie set and i think it had like like them gloves that come past your elbow and i think she was like surrounded in roses and i was and she had red hair even too i think i was like oh this is
0: poison ivy i didn't realize is sexy right oh yeah like that's that's rihanna right there
1: and also has a sort of sexual history with harley quinn which is why i had mentioned how remember last halloween when cardi was poison ivy and nikki was harley quinn Did I say that right? Yes. Cardi was Poison Ivy for Halloween. Okay. And Nikki was Harley Quinn. And I was like, this is so hilarious because they can't stand each other. But in the comics and whatever else, they're They're friends. and have even messed around together before. But yeah, I just feel like the marketing for this is is ridiculous. I don't think that Warner Brothers knows what they're doing with this DC shit. Um, But I'm probably going to go look at it anyway. And um, yeah, I just felt like I needed to point that out. I don't expect it to be great, but I'm going, I
0: guess. That's it. OK, well, yeah, I did not understand those words, but glad that you Somebody will. feel that way. Yes, yes. It's, this is above us. All right. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at this is the read. Our website is this is uh, Do we have any news this week?
1: You can um, probably still get tickets for our seventh anniversary show coming up next month at the Apollo here in New York City. Um, I believe the readlive.com is where you can get tickets. I
0: think
1: so I believe they're also on Ticketmaster. but the information of, for that is on our Instagram page. Correct. Um, yeah, I think what, that's pretty uh, yeah, much it. I
0: think that's it. Okay. Well, uh, stay black and protect your magic.
1: Yeah. All of you out there, um, be good to one another, be shady. Um, in within reason. And, um, you know do something nice for yourself until we come back and talk about whatever other fuck shit and how <laughs> awful and orange the president still is right. and probably talk about you know lori harvey's impending pregnancy oh no
0: we're no, we to pray against oh it's baby. gonna when happen we need, when we need that to no not. it's gonna happen we need that to not. i feel
1: like that's the first thing that we, vadius goes for or Dem- i'm gonna start calling him demun
0: <laughs> i mean you should yeah Missim this, right. this is a much better name
1: d-e munn if it's I love <laughs> black.
0: <laughs> I just I will love never black. Never not love black people. We are truly everything. Demand. that's right. If it's it works. It works. It's it does. Right. <laughs> All right guys, goodbye.